Have you ever wondered why you're the person you are today? Have you ever wondered why you married this guy? <laughs> Go. Have you ever wondered why you're the person you are today? Or have you ever wondered how you're influencing your children into becoming the people they're going to be? Listen to this podcast and we'll help you with some of those answers. Yeah, learn about planting the seeds. Are you looking to have a laugh about parenting? You're in the right place. Welcome to Parenting After Dark with your host, Mark and Kelly Stanton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Parenting After Dark. Hi, everyone. We're tonight. Kelly's got a topic for us. And Kelly, what is it? Yeah, I want to talk about, you know, uh, words and, and what we say to our children and what that will eventually do to them. So, for example, if you're using great words to build them up, they're going to grow up. You're planting seeds. You're planting seeds right now when they're wee little children. You're planting the seed of what they're going to believe they are Gotta when they get them. older. Got to feed them. Uh-huh. Absolutely. You need to water them. You need to give them sunshine, which is all the positive love. Interesting. It's true, though. If You need to plant seeds. And you need to... You can plant good seeds or bad seeds. And you need to plant good, positive, solid seeds. So is that fair enough to say the seed giver, hence aka moi, is the type of seed? Like if you're growing something, you're growing dandelions or you're growing roses. You know what I'm saying? I thought you were talking about your sperm. I am. Oh. That's what I mean. So I'm the seed provider. I'm not providing yes. you dandelions. Yes. I'm providing you very fancy roses. Yeah. Or whatever kind of flower. What, yeah, that's nice what it is. A carnation's what you. How's <laughs> a carnation? Isn't that's that a nice what flower? you buy me. <laughs> well, isn't that a nice flower? No, carnations aren't nice. To all the husbands out there, I'm just kidding, actually, because oh. even if I get flowers, I'm happy. But women Obviously, do know yeah. that the least expensive flowers on the market are carnations, for sure. That's so don't buy a woman like. carnation. Don't, don't show like. up on a first date with carnations. Rule number one. Okay, what do they it look like? It makes you look cheap. Well, fuck it. they die Rule anyway. Rule number one. Nope. Not carnations. <laughs> they, they actually last much longer than roses, believe it or not. There you go. But anybody who has bought flowers before knows that. Knows that carnations so, are much cheaper than roses. Let me get this straight. You want us to spend more money on a flower that's going to die sooner than spending less money on, a, I guess, a cheaper flower that you can enjoy more. Yes. That's it. That's not us backwards? Well, no, but it's the perception. If you show up with carnations, it would appear that you don't have money and you'd wonder if you may have to support the other person. Over a flower. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. So you might be reading a little too far into it if you're taking it that far. But at the same time, it might be a sign. So what happens if they come? Like I've gotten lots of the kids give me dandelions all the time. Does that mean I should kick them to the curb? No, they're kids. 
Don't pick kids to the curve. Flower is a flower is a flower. Anyways, so you're planting seeds for what they are going to grow up and believe about themselves. And therefore, I think what we need to talk about is the words we use to speak to our children. The words that, what do we tell them they are? Like, are, are we telling our children, wow, you're really awesome. You know, I just love your sense of humor. One mm-hmm. thing that you and I often say, Mark, and we don't lie about it when we do it, but I think they love it when they're really feeling great. And we'll say, oh, wow, you're on fire. Oh, Look yeah. at you. You're on fire. And that's because like they're doing all the good things, making all the great choices, passing like with flying colors on all the metrics. That's when we forget to tell them they're on fire. They're lukewarm. And then guess what they are? Lukewarm. Maybe. So you, what you're saying is if you, if you tell them they're on fire, they'll be on fire? Yeah. Yeah. If you yell and bitch at them, then... Yeah, if you think everything they're doing is wrong. wrong. Everything they're doing is going to be wrong. You're right. Yeah. It's bang on. That's exactly it. Yeah. You know, if... I you know what I wish? Podcast. And we should... Yeah, that was quick. You know, we should do is write down like parenting tips to anybody who's just becoming a parent. Because if somebody had told me that at the beginning, perhaps I would have not lost my crap on a few things. Yeah, but you got it. It's a tough... You you remember how... This is going to sound bad, but crazy moms get when they're first moms... No, that doesn't sound bad because I was your uh, guinea pig for the first round. Well, for all three rounds. And I was the one that you got to see after. And I will fully admit after our first kiddo, I was a bit cuckoo. Yeah. Yeah. So to go in there and say, okay, listen, you're not doing this right. You're going to say it positively, even though you're not getting any sleep. Your boobs are sore. You're always... Oh, Oh, hold on. What do you mean? Well, you're you're saying, oh, we should have this little tip for parents that new parents. Oh, you're right. You don't. You, but, you got to be careful as a okay, guy. Okay, it's for guys toddler out there. parents because that's when when children start to get frustrating. Like they're like almost perfect right up until you don't get mad at them and and just feel like saying, oh, for beep's sakes, you know. But when they hit toddler stage and they're always into trouble. They're always finding something. They're curious about everything. Yeah. They're they're just in that phase where they also can't communicate. So they want something and it's a guessing game. What do you want? Do you want this? Do you want this? No, no, no. And then they break down, freak out. And then you, it, like it sets the tone. So then you freak out as a parent. And even yeah. though it all makes sense. They're planting to- the seed of freaking out. So that makes me freak out. They planted the seed. Well, it's true. See, works backwards. It's works kind of true. You teach, you teach your children how to react. I believe. I strongly believe that. Now, I do believe that science plays a part too. I'm not saying that it's 100% socialized, but I, I will tell that. you that your children are watching your every move and your every reaction. And if you handle anger by like punching your fist through a wall, guess how they're going to learn how to handle the feeling of anger? Punching. Yeah. Your fist through a wall. Punching. And you know what the other one I noticed? Is how you talk to your spouse. Is how yes. kids will That's respect a big one. other kids. I like you know what I mean? Like 
we we're pretty kind to each other. We don't like we never say shut up. We never and these may be common things to families, but it's one of those things where we respect and and are polite to one another. Yeah. And I think the kids are that way with other with kids each other. and each other. You know, yeah. obviously they have their little moments. Yes. But I've seen some kids talk to their parents like, are you freaking kidding me? Yes, yes. And perhaps you're saying in that scenario, maybe it's the way the parents are talking to each other. I but would I think, tend to think that. I think that yeah. could play a role, but I think it also is a little bit of the way, or a lot of the way that you speak to your child as well. Because yeah. they kind of mirror back. So if you're like, if you're snappy... Right? If They're you're getting snippy the about from somewhere. Well, if you're snippy about something, they kind of learn that it's okay to be snippy. Mm-hmm. Right? They don't kind of. They're showing it's okay to be snippy. Isn't there some saying that the best reflection of you is your kids? Yeah. Yeah, I think think so. so you're if, bang on If there. you have good kids, then you're doing pretty good. If you have bad kids, well, then maybe look in the mirror. Oh, wow. That's a pretty huge blanket statement. But I understand what you mean by that. What do you mean? Well, that could... A lot of people might get pissed off about it. Fair enough, but... Meh. Yeah. You put well, lipstick on a pig, no, it's, it's still it's, a pig. The question comes down to, down to, do you believe that parents teach their children how to behave? I, I, I think their parents are a huge influence, but whatever yeah. that influence is to that kid, that's what they're going to take from. They're like if they're watching a bunch of TV shows or video games, that's an influence. Everything's an influence that comes yeah. into your Everything life. Everything in your world's an influence. And it's how you start to handle those things. So if they don't know how to handle stress because the parents don't know how to, well, they're going to figure it out yeah. in their own way or try yeah. and figure it out from something they're one of their influences. Yeah, that's a good example. Or like how parents handle finances is another one. Often the way yeah. their children handle finances. That's and how they're taught indirectly. Another funny thing about that is if your parents ever really cared about money, you technically probably don't care about money. And I know the kids, the people that do like in school, there's kids that you could tell they're money conscious, mm-hmm. and there are kids that want their sports. Like everyone's got their niche, right? Yeah. Well, looking back on some of them, their profiles on Facebook, they're exactly what their profile persona. or demeanor persona was, right? And it's funny yeah. to look back at that and go, well, I guess that's, they got kind of what they wanted. And if they're always miserable, well, yeah, looks like they're still miserable. So it's, it's funny to see, you don't really change that much, I guess, from, you, you change. I you have you more things, you do more things, you, you've got more, but that, that whole yeah, you kind of stick with your same personality the whole yeah, way Yeah, the profile is, is kind of the same, I would yeah. think. Yeah. More than likely. I'm but I, know. You we know what I think? Poll. Well, I think it's a growth... Can we do a poll? Well, I think it's a growth versus fixed. We can do a poll, by the way, on Instagram. It, but I think it's a... It's a... Um, growth versus fixed mindset. So those yeah. who are still the same people that you saw in high school or that you grew up with, same exact same attitude, same, you know, they're still talking about the same stuff. Mm-hmm. They're fixed. They're stuck in high school. Right. Like yeah. they never, they never even thought or knew or, or believed that they could grow over time. Yeah. 
and those who are actually quite different than what they were in high school, I would say have a growth mindset and they're, they're doing the things to make them, you know, like some people age better than others. And I think people who age better or, or who have that um, ability to age really well. Yeah. I think generally it's because they're growing too. Like they're not they're not settling and then just watching themselves go downhill. Okay, I got a question for you. And I've I've been wrestling with this for myself. How do you define maturity? Like when I look at myself, I'm like, like I'm still a goofy kid, but at what point do you look at it and go, Your your lifestyle's mature enough where you can start you don't want things anymore, you don't want as much? You're, you're kind of content. I think that's when you start to realize, like you should always want something. You should always be going for something. But when you sit down at the end of the day and you're like, you know what? I'm pretty thankful for everything I have. There's not a lot I need. I'm in a good spot. Like that feeling. Is that and, maturity or is that secure? Security. I, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. But, but you know what I'm like saying? Where that, you're just truly at peace. And and feel content with everything you have. Yeah, and you figured things out a bit more. Now you just want to, you want to do more kind of for others and help. And so you've come to that 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 turning point, that crossroad where you're not struggling and fighting and and do you continue keeping up with the Joneses or do you go? Great analogy. I don't. There are no more Joneses. I'm happy. There's people better off than me. People worse off than me. But I'm technically truly happy where i'm at yes and I it think feels good that's contentment or that maturity or where you're well it also is part of if you feel successful like you've hit success I guess that but could you're be gonna too. keep going as well right. obviously it's not grow. like you've maxed out but you've you've got that check mark so you're, you're content you're you're um, you're not doing that thing where you're struggling all the time like like from a kid's perspective you're trying to grow. You're trying to move up to the next ladder. You're trying to do this. You're trying to keep up with the, like, I, I don't need a half a million dollar car. Like if, if some of my friends have it, it's like, oh, that's great. I, I'm happy with my truck. I like it. I maybe tweak a few things, but I, I'm in no, uh, it, it's what like I want. What you're do. saying is even if you won the lottery, it doesn't mean you'd run out and buy yourself a new vehicle. Eventually you probably would if you won the lottery, well, but that's not what you're after. You're content with your truck. Like it, yeah. it's it's not about wanting more. No. It's about doing more for others. Basically, yeah. Like I, I'd probably start funding things or or finding people that need some sort of assistance. Creating charities. Totally. Stuff yeah. like that. Like that like, would be pretty cool. Like if that's your job, create another charity. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got this. So you know what? We should create a we charity. We should do that. Why don't we, we do that? We should. I like it. All right, let's do that. We're going to create a charity. And thanks to you folks at Parenting After Dark, you're included. Why don't we make a Parenting After Dark charity for children? It's kind of what it's about. Or or parents who struggle. Yeah, I I was just going to say, for me, it's more for parents who are struggling, you know, with the whole parenting role. Yeah, for sure. You know what? I think it's a great idea. And then I think we should let them all our listeners know what charity we decide to form because I think it's important. It's key. Totally. And, and figure out different ways. It doesn't have to be money either. You know, it can be recognition. It could be promoting. Same thing with at the church. It, it's not like donating money is, is a, a necessary, 
But there's also like we cook Maybe for the like church. It's like a mom we... mentorship program. I know I'm That's really into moms, but I I just think that being a mom is the hardest job in the whole wide world. I really do. I really do, and I'm not saying being a dad isn't. That's not what I'm saying, but I can't relate to being a dad because I'm a mom. Well, dads are hard. The only it's difficult for a dad because you have to manage a mom. So that's where the difficulty comes in. So if you're not, you have to manage your hormones, is what you mean. So you know, it's just a management phase. Yes. And it's not like you can fire them. No, you can't really fire them. Like too late. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We're past that three month probation. Bitchy employee, (laughs) you got to kind of work with. Yep. But yeah. Handcuffed. I think the main focus of the charity would be just to start helping people out that are in need. Yeah. And it could be, you know what, from our listeners. Our listeners can suggest someone and then we can ask listeners or people in the area or something they might need. Someone that can build something, make something, cook something for that person. So it doesn't always have to be, uh, we want your money, give us your money, give us your money. Mm -hmm. I I like a, a mentorship or something like that where... You know, if you can't do the money, here's another option. Everyone's got a, a talent or a service they can help with. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's just kind of going out there and figuring out, okay, we have a person that needs this. Who can help? We didn't even finish talking about what I came here to talk about tonight. Planting the seeds. We didn't. Like, we did talk about words and all that stuff. But hold on. I, want, I really want people to think about what seed they're planting can I plant in their the children. Seed? Pardon me. Well, your children are going to grow up to believe, to be what they believe they are. And right. again, that's how we got off on this because it influences. And so you play, a, as a parent, you play a very strong role in what they're going to grow up to believe about themselves. So just be careful and watch your words. And and you know what? Intentionally plant, plant uh, positive seeds. So for example... Um, you know, turn to your kid and say, you know what? You really are awesome. You're yeah. awesome. You know, like we said, you're on fire. Um, you're an incredible human. Like, tell them that. Build them up. And you're worthy of whatever you want to be. The other thing I'd like to mention, too, is focusing on their strengths. Yes. Oh, for sure. Focus on their strengths. Because it's really easy to focus on their opportunities. But why not focus on their strengths? And you can make those strengths into anything you want. You can yes. you can curb that into, to give you an example, uh, my son was, uh, I can't remember can what Can he be our son tonight? Well, he could be our son, I guess, tonight. Just for <laughs> okay, tonight. thanks. So we were, he was on the... I did give birth to him. Well, I, I put him in there. Yeah, so, uh, well, know, it's a, a fine job you did. 50-50. <laughs> anyway, all right, this is what happened. He painted his scooter all yellow. He thought it'd be a great idea because I told him he could paint his scooter and make it look like yes, custom. Yes, I know what you're talking Painted about. Painted his scooter all yellow. Got on the fence, by the way. Drove me nuts. And I was like, what in the hell did you just do? Like, he wrecked it. Totally wrecked it. Got his paper and just drips on it all. So, mom didn't want to... I saw that whole scenario totally different. You wanted to encourage him and say, great job. Okay, let's start with our son is a perfectionist. And the fact that he went out, he which, found some spray paint, thought it was a great idea to make his scooter that? what he wanted it to be. Who would be planting that perfection seed? I agree. That's what I mean. If someone had told me at a young age 
that I really am shaping him for some reason. I mean, I knew that. I, my degrees in sociology, like... But it's not a bad thing, unless you focus on a bad thing. Yes. Well, it is it is and it isn't. I think that just being mindful of your words will make an immense difference in the way that you parent. Remember to put love, intentionally put love behind your words and... Let me tell you, you'll watch your child grow. I really believe that. Oh, for sure. And I put love behind it looks like crap. Like, it, <laughs> And he knew it. Well, he didn't know it. He was proud that he did it. And He was so proud. On the whole 30,000 foot view, it got us on the path to where we are, where we went. So yes. And you that know had what? to happen to do this. Well, and I have to admit that by the time the scooter was done, he had a lot of pride and he was shown by you how to do it properly. Oh, it looks sick. And, oh, it's, it's pretty cool. Like, yeah. It's awesome. But it takes some work. So here's what we did. And in, in, in a neat experiment for anyone that, you know, their kid wants to do something. We took the scooter. We, we sanded it down because you got to get all the drips and everything off. And then we went and, and kind of profiled other scooters that he wanted them to look like. And then we got a price point, and then this is where the math comes in, and the kind of project, management, business, anything, real life scenario, where now we went out, we priced out the scooter, now we had to go find the parts, so we had to get grips, frick, we had to go find a scooter shop, try and find a scooter shop in Calgary, there's one. So we had to go find... Well, it's not really a popular thing. It's, scooters are popular, man. Are you kidding me? Well, but to get parts... Well, you know what? It's that damn Amazon. What? You can order because you order everything. If you want something now, though, Did you for order the impatient people, no, I'm impatient. So I had to go find a scooter shop. Which, honestly, if I would have ordered it, it would have been here before I went and got it from the scooter shop. That's why online won't fully take over. Because people are impatient, like myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, but it's also about going to deal with people and getting good customer service. That's true. So we went in the scooter shop. We talked about. You know, we got some stickers for it, what kind of paint to use, the grips, um, the deck and all this. So we, we talked to him. So it was nice to have that, right? Yeah. So we went in, we bought all the stuff. It, I made him add it all up, come to about 60 bucks. I told him you want to put a 30% markup on that. That that was a little confusing, but, you know, minimum this, you want to be able to make oh, this. Oh, he's turning around to sell the To scooter. sell it for a profit. Right. Okay. But we had to go look at other scooters to make sure that he was in line. So it, it was a little research project. and That's good. By the end of it, he's got a kick-ass scooter over it. And he learned a little bit about uh, the world and how it works in, yeah. in business. So it was, a neat, it was a neat concept and I encourage anyone to do that. Uh, and we've done it with our kids with baking too. Baking is yeah. another one where yeah. they learn measurements and how many teaspoons are in a milliliter yeah gram all that stuff right so they're different way of doing everyday math um well it only really helps math that's where english is for the birds that's why I guess it's you read. not just read a book that's that's all i got. read yes i agree you'll get it if you read no, you if you're reading you'll get it oh sure you you learn grammar really quick dude when you i read. read two books in school and i didn't get it Two books? Yeah. You think the smart kids only read two books? What do you mean? I'm not smart? No offense. But are you kidding me? <laughs> the kids with that are yeah, all I know. A's I... read way more than two books. Joke. That was a funny. 
You don't have to punch it down my throat. Anyway. Aha! Why don't we leave it on that note? All right. I think that's a good, read, good note to read end books, it on. <laughs> do your school. And for you young parents that are out there, you've got a lot of assignments coming up. So get prepared. For what? Assignments? What are they doing? You know how many grade four projects I did this year? On light and magnetism? I also did a oh, grade one project yes, all spelling bee. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So okay. If you don't get them to do the homework and study, you'll be doing it. Well, that we should talk about that on our next podcast, What? how I solve this problem. Oh, cliffhanger, folks. Cliffhanger. Stay tuned for next how week. How to when... get your child to do homework. How... There you go. That's next week on Parenting After Dark. All right. Hey, thanks very much for listening once again. And check us out on Instagram at... Parenting.after.dark. Nice work. All right, have a good night. Good night, everyone. Have you ever wondered how you became the person you are? No, I haven't. You sound like you're on YTV. That's good. I'm on YTV already? Awesome. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Parenting After Dark with Mark and Kelly. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And for more great content and to stay up to date, visit Parenting After Dark on Facebook and Twitter at PAD. We'll catch you next time.